When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Oh, what a goal! Danny Alley. Kane goes for it! Oh, what a goal from Harry Kane! Here's Lucas Moura. Oh, they did it! I cannot believe it! Hello and welcome to The Last Word on Spurs. We hope you've been very, very safe and well. Thank you so much for joining us. If you're listening to the show for the first time, you can find us on iTunes or on Spotify or on Audioboom. We're across a range of different audio platforms. We're, of course, on Twitter at Last Word on Spurs. We're on Facebook and Instagram too. And for those of you that know by now, we're also live on YouTube. Thank you so much to those that have just tuned in to us on BBC London Sport. I've just come over to us, of course, on YouTube Live. Delighted to have back alongside me for, again, yet another transfer show. Although 24 days in, not many transfers in. I've got our wonderful co-host, Jamie Brown from the Daily Hotspur. Jay, how are you? Yeah, apart from being a Spurs fan, obviously the disappointments of the transfer window. No, I'm all good. Thank you, Ricky. Um, yeah, really looking forward to this show tonight. I think we've got fantastic journalists on. So, uh, yeah, no, it should be a really good show. Absolutely. Absolutely no pressure at all to the man we're about to introduce next. Um, bearing in mind, it's been a very quiet window so far for Spurs on the incomings. We're hoping this is the man that's going to helpfully change it all and give us some positivity tonight about what Spurs are going to do in these next seven days. So we're delighted to welcome to the last word on Spurs. We've got the great Sammy Mockball joining us from the Daily Mail. Sammy, lovely to have you here. How are you? Pleasure, pleasure guys. Not too much pressure then. If, 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 it all, if it all rests on me, then I think we're in trouble. <laughs> Don't say that. You're not Daniel Levy just yet, Sammy. Don't worry. <laughs> we're, still, uh, we're still early days. And I mean, listen, let's be honest about it. It has been a real frustration so far, of course. Um, I have to say, Sammy, you're the chief football chief football reporter at the Daily Mail. Um, it's fair to say you've broken quite a number of different Spurs stories um, over the course of the last, I would say, last six months to a year, probably beyond that as well. So it's a real pleasure to have you on the last word on Spurs. I suppose <laughs> the only real place to start, Sammy, for me personally, is that Obviously, yesterday, that defeat against Chelsea, it raised real questions about what Spurs are going to do in this remaining week of the window. 
given the fact that it feels from a fan's perspective, there's clearly lots still to be done. And we understand that this traumatic transformation, it's going to take time. We know it's not all done over one window. But how personally happy do you think Antonio Conte is that we're 24 days into the January transfer window and still not yet a single signing through the door? Yeah. (laughs) Knowing uh, Antonio Conte's history and... Uh, I I covered a lot of Chelsea when he was uh, when he was Chelsea manager. Um, yeah, I think it's suffice to say and pretty safe to say that he 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 won't be satisfied, greatly satisfied with the uh, certainly the incomings or just to tra- I think transfer business in general. Tottenham uh, over 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 the January window, he certainly would have wanted a player in by now. And you know, for example, uh, you know it's no secret that that, that Tottenham want Adama Traore. We've known that from you know from pretty much day dot the start of the window. So why that deal isn't done now, um, I can understand. I, I would understand why Conte would would have his his gripes and you know his, his why he'd be peeved about that. I, I totally I totally understand. But you know, speaking generally, the sort of the January window is a, a, a difficult one. It's a difficult one to operate in. Players teams don't really want to let their players go. Uh, I'd rather wait until the summer where the, the, the market is a little bit more kind of open uh, and you might be able to get a bit more money um, or you'd have not more necessarily more money, but there'd be a sort of a bigger, bigger market of of, uh, of clubs potentially interested in your, in your players. But yeah, you know, you, I think you, you, you're bang on there, Ricky. Uh, I'd imagine there's a, a significant level of frustration. Uh, I think, you know, and Tony Quantas are pretty well to hold it in at the moment, to be honest. So obviously very clear that there are kind of a lot of issues at Spurs and there does need to be a lot that needs to be done to this squad. Um, we have seen reports that Spurs do want like three players in in this final week. Um, supposedly it was a right wing back, a central midfielder and a striker. Are these are these areas that Spurs are looking at? And, and do you kind of think that Spurs are hoping for more than just a Dharma trial through the door in this last week? Yeah, no, I certainly are. I think they definitely, it, it, you know, Adama Traore is a deal that they, I think, will probably get done. I think probably should have been done by now, in my in my opinion. Um, but yeah, listen, they are looking, they are looking at uh, the other areas. I know they want a, you know, a centre midfielder, another centre half, uh, and as we know, a striker to to supplement uh, <clears throat> to, to supplement Harry Kane. You know, to 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 to, to take the load off Harry Kane. Um, so that's you know potentially four players that they're looking at. I, I you know are they going to get them all through the sort of through the door by, by sort of January the thirty first? Kind of I don't know. I've got my reservations about that. Seven days, you know, the week to go. That's a lot of business to do um, in the space of seven days. But you know what I would say about that is is Daniel Levy is is um, well equipped to kind of doing no deals and, and operating late in the window. He knows how to do it. He knows how to get he knows how to get those deals kind of over the line late in the day. Um so I still think there's hope for for Tottenham supporters. But yeah, you know, we've we've I yeah, I can understand the frustrations and I can understand the concerns going into the final week of the window because yeah, you've not got anyone over the line yet, which is a concern. Sammy, you just touched upon that Adama Traore uh, deal that looks close to being done. Uh, why do you think, personally, it's taken as long as what it's taking to get it done? I mean, it seems 
to, to me from the outside and taking my Spurs hat off, which is a very hard thing to do, bearing in mind how many shows we do of last one on Spurs. It's a player that's entering the last 18 months of his contract. He'll have a valuation. Spurs mm. will know full well what that valuation is. And we mm. know Spurs, as always, and Sammy, you've reported on many different Tottenham transfers. They like to take it down to the final days of the window to try and reduce that price. But is there any excuse to not have this deal already done? And how close is it to being done from yeah. what you understand? It's, it's that balance, isn't it? It's that bad. To answer your final question, I think that deal is is pretty close now, and I think that will get done. Uh, but generally speaking, um, about the balance between getting a deal done early or getting a deal done at the right price, it's 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 a it's a difficult one to you know it's a difficult one to kind of balance because if you're a coach, yeah, of course you want the you want the player in on the first of January because you want as much time as you as you want, as you, as you can to work with the footballer. But, you know, if you're, you know, if you're the chairman or if you're the chief executive, the CEO, you're kind of looking, you are kind of looking things. And, you know, a lot of supporters will will, will disagree with this outlook, but you're looking at things from a di- kind of different perspective. Yeah, you are, you know, you are either football club and you and you do want to win, but you've also kind of got to have your financial hat on when you're a CEO of a football club and, you know, getting the best deal possible for your club to pay, as less money as possible for a player that you want, you know, is is obviously a priority for them. So, um, going back to the, you know, going back to the question, yeah, I, 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 I think Triore will get done. Why it hasn't got done, I think, is down to that. It's, it's down to it's down to the, to Tottenham trying to get the best deal possible. Look, they've they've looked at trying to include uh, Matt Doherty as part of a uh, to go back to Wolves as as a, as a make weight in that in that deal i don't think wolves have been particularly receptive to that so um tottenham have certainly looked at ways at trying to to um you know get the best deal possible for the club but for whatever reason it's you know they've not been able to to to, to clinch that deal and it and we, you know it's dragging on now into the final week of the window Class one final thing, if you don't mind, Sammy, just on Adama, because again, again, this is the transfer everyone is expecting the, the main one to be coming into play. And from your understanding, will that be a straight permanent fee? There was talk early on in the window. It might be a loan with an obligation to buy. From your, what you understand, will it be a straight permanent transfer to Tottenham? My understanding, I, th- I think they have looked at that. I think there's been um, there's been kind of uh, investment issues at the club. I think the club have been were expecting. Um, uh, an injection of cash, which just for for whatever reason hasn't hasn't materialised or not materialised the way they would have hoped. So I think they've had to try to be be quite inventive maybe with how they get these deals done and how they get the deals over the line. I think the loan, yeah, the loan with an option is something that they've looked at. But I'd be surprised if if Wolves uh, would go for that and and, and look at that. I, I, I would expect the deal to be a um a straight permanent deal this 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 month for sure. So just on a potential outgoing, of course, yesterday we saw Giovanni Lo Celso and Deli Ali both drop from the match day squads uh, against Chelsea. Of course, uh, Giovanni Lo Celso is a player that has really kind of struggled at Spurs, and I think a lot of Spurs fans would be happy to see move on. Um, there was reports today actually that he was kind of being uh, used as part of maybe a swap deal, and Spurs were looking into that. Um, there was also reports of potential interest from Sevilla. Um, so, kind of, what's your understanding of, of what might happen for Gio in in, in these final weeks? Yeah. I checked this last night actually. So, obviously, because it was quite a big story yesterday ahead of the game. Um, I think he was, you know, I think we all knew that well, it, it had broken that Deli Ali was going to be out, but 
in many ways, I didn't think the Delhi Ali thing was necessarily a surprise. We, we've been there before with Delhi. He's been he's been left out of many squads, and while it's a, obviously a, a headline kind of grabber, that he's not in the squad. Like, I thought the big story yesterday was was certainly Lacelso's admission from um, from the travelling party. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I, I I sort of kind of made a check last night, and my understanding is is that he is available. Um, he is available, or well, at the very least, Con, um, Antonio Conte is, has told has told the hierarchy that he's one that he, they, you know, they, he'd be happy to consider letting go to get some money in. Um, again, you know, he, he I, I can't remember how much he came for, but he came for with a, you know a relatively big reputation uh, and a big and, and a big transfer fee. So again, that will that will be, um, I think that will be. Uh, Another one that could go quite late in the window as 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 Tottenham try to sort of recoup as much money as they can back from that deal. What kind of deal do you kind of suspect it might be? Will it be a permanent deal or maybe a loan deal or, or as mm, a deal? I think a permanent deal now for a, for a um, for a player like that might be difficult to to to, to do uh, because I think they will have to kind of generate some interest and generate a market for him. Um, between now, yeah, and, and and that's not a lot. There's not a lot of time to go. So I think that you know they will they will can try and canvas interest, and I, I I suspect it will probably be if you can if they can get him out, it will probably be a loan. Um, potentially, I mean, like maybe with an option um in the summer, but certainly, my my betting would be that he goes on loan. I mean, because I ask you on the cell, so just because again, it's a player that when he's been available. And fit, which on a business so it's been on the rarity uh, for Spurs, especially under Antonio Conte. He's more than on no- normal occasions been in that squad. So it's just interesting to know what has changed mm. over the course of the last week or so that's now seen Conte deem mm. the player to be surplused to requirements. Do, do you know the reason behind that? I, I, I no, I, I can't say. I do. I, there were there were a number of kind of um, there were a number of kind of uh, rumours flying around last night that. Uh, I tried to check out, and they just weren't. Yeah, they, you know, they weren't. From, from what I was told, they weren't correct. That you know, etc. Maybe he's not. There's been some sort of issue at the training ground, etc., etc. I'm not. I don't understand that to be true. Um, it seems from the outside looking in that it's purely a, you know, it's purely like a footballing decision and a kind of a tactical decision from 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 Conte on the day. But the fact that it is now emerged that he he is available. Um, kind of suggests that you know Conte is is uh, yeah effectively you know almost washed his hands of of the player and he's no longer part of his plans. So he's let the he's let the club know, he's let the people above him know, and I suppose it's now down to them to try and uh, generate the interest and try and and try and get him out the door uh, for as much money as they possibly can. Mm-hmm. So another player that's obviously been linked with a move away from Spurs this month is Ndombele. Um, obviously another really disappointing signing for Spurs. Um, of course, there has been a bit of talk of maybe a potential move to Paris Saint-Germain. Um, of course, this deal looks like it will be a very difficult one to get yeah. done. Of course, you look at the size of his wages, um, that does look like that will make it very difficult. But where do you see Ndombele ending up this month? And, and do you think Spurs will actually be able to get him out the door? Do you think that's going to be a difficult one to get done? I think that the, the the PSG link is at, is genuine, uh, as I understand it. They are the. I think Pochettino would 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 like to 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 to, um, to take him to Paris. Um, I think Ndombélé would obviously uh, jump at the chance to to, to play for Paris Saint Germain, and uh, 
to, to be re reunited with um with Pochettino. Um but the wages are gonna be the wages are gonna be an issue. You know, Tottenham are gonna gonna kind of want a lot of those, if not all of those wages uh, taken up by 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 PSG. Um I'm not sure PSG would be willing to take on all of his wages. Um and they probably need to lose a midfielder as well before they can before they can bring in on them end on Bele as well. So I, I you know I I think that I think that that deal and that transaction has definitely got legs, but I think there are a lot of kind of rivers to cross before uh, I think before that can really become a, a genuine option for Tottenham. But yeah, it's no secret that you know uh, the manager's um, yeah he's deemed surplus of requirements requirements by the manager and he can go. Yeah, just just on on double as well. Um, it, I, I know there was also reports of potentially PSG pushing for a, I think it was a loan with an option or a, uh, yeah, loan with an option. Then there was also, I think there was a potential swap deal. Is that is that something that Spurs might interest Spurs having an option um, for, to be able to potentially sell him, or, or would they maybe want an obligation? I mean, Daniel Levy, he, he would want the obligation, wouldn't he? Um, but uh, I, I think the, the thing with uh, the thing with um, an obligation for Ndombele would appear. Uh, listen, I think under Ndombele has got a fabulous potential. Right? You know, I think we've seen it kind of intermittently, haven't we, over his sort of the, the, the three years or the two or three years that he's been there. There's obviously a player in there, but the cons the consistency is obviously an issue. It's you know he does it one in every three or four games, which just isn't enough at the top level. Um. So in terms of an obligation, I think it, that's a tough sell and that's a risky that's a, that's a risky thing for uh, any club, let alone PSG, to 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 um, to agree to because yeah, you know why would you why would you you know sign your life away to sign a to sign a player that you just don't know is gonna you know gonna be able to perform every week every week and pay him that kind of money as well. So um, I think you know. In this situation, in, in many ways, beggars can't be choosers. And I think Tottenham, if they can get any kind of deal, you know, over the line for Ndombele, given that he's just simply not in, in the manager's plans, I think they should kind of do what they can to, to get to get that over the line. Final one from me and Ndombele, Sammy, before um, Jamie asks you about um, potential swap deals involving Delhi, uh, involving, sorry, Tungy. Those wages, uh, what we understand, again, it, it's... You know he's 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 around a package of what two hundred k a week. Do you think Spurs are looking for that full amount to be covered, or do you think there is potentially a compromise there that would enable the player to leave? Because you do feel as, a, as a, talking as a fan now, I think having a player around the camp that he doesn't want to be there just isn't conducive for the rest of the squad. So do you think there is potentially a compromise from Tottenham? We've heard strong reports that they would ideally want the full wages to be covered. Is that what you're hearing as well? Yeah, ideally, they, 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 of course, they want that. They want the full whack, and you know, um, I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna um, say a bit of a taboo here and say the word Arsenal, but Arsenal are in the very, <laughs> uh, Arsenal are in the exactly same situation with with uh, Aubameyang. They, you know, they've got their biggest earner there. That you know, they uh, that they're trying to that they're, that they're trying to shift away, but the wages, his wages are the key issue. Because no club wants to, no club wants to 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 to, to pay three hundred and fifty grand a week for a player, um, and you know, in 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 in, 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 in the same boat, two hundred thousand pound a week is a lot of money for a club to commit to. You know, even if it is for six months, 
So uh, understandably, those 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 clubs that are interested, I you know PSG just don't want to don't want to pay that amount and want to negotiate with Tottenham. So Tottenham will have to be open. Of course, Tottenham want all the money back. Of course, they do. They want they want the full 200 k a week um, to, to 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 sort of scrap off their wage bill. But yeah, I I, I think in this situation they're going to have to they're going to have to listen to offers. They're going to have to be open to, to to paying a percentage of his wages. Mm. You know, just to do, I don't know how much, but to get him off and and to get him away from the club because Ricky, as you say, you know. Uh, I'm not saying he's a bad character, but it it would just be you know having him around would just be a, a, an unwanted kind of cloud. Uh, so it's probably best for all parties that he he goes away for six months, and then you know you can revisit the revisit the situation in the summer. One thing that was being kind of reported in France was potential swap deals of uh, I think that midfielders from PSG that they're potentially offering. I know. One that Spurs fans are all getting very excited about and I think would be very difficult to get done would be a player like Gini Wijnaldum. Um, is that at all a possibility? Spurs doing a swap deal with a PSG midfielder? Is that something that you see happening? Swap deals, uh, uh, sort of historically, are very, very hard to, 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 to agree between clubs because you both have different kind of, you both have different valuations of players and, and, and to meet, to, to come to a compromise in terms of your, your, your valuations is like, virtually impossible it's hard um so uh, as much as i think wine alden would be uh is a, well, he's a fantastic player and i think he would boost any any squad in the premier league if i'm honest i think he's a i think he's a fabulous footballer um a swap deal would um would be difficult i think to to, to get over the line particularly now when famously I can't remember what year it was, and I always rem- remember this: the um, when S- San- um, Sanchez went to Alexis Sanchez eventually went to to, to Man United mm. that 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 year, and they were they were negotiating for weeks about a swap deal with um, for Mkhitaryan. Mm. Um, yep. Yeah, do you remember? And it just took ages. It just took ages for them to agree. I remember it, and it, it, you know, swap deals are just so hard to get over the line, yeah. and. With just a week to go, um, yeah. I think that would be a tough one. Just before Jamie comes back in, there we've also seen uh, links to I think Julian Draxler. Uh, these was last week. Paredes also a name being mentioned. I mean, as, as you said there, Sammy, with swap deals being difficult to do, it does feel like it's almost going to be if Spurs <coughs> can get those wages covered, as you've said for Ndombele, if he's going to move or not. Because yeah, the swap deal seems very unlikely at this stage, right? Yeah, I agree. I I, I think yeah. Yeah, you know, I never say never in sort of in the in in the transfer windows, but yeah, historically the this, this kind of swap deals are uh, they're just difficult to, to 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 get over the line. The Paredes deal, I think Paredes is a good player, um, and I can I can certainly see why Tottenham would be interested in in that. Um, but yeah, the, you know, um, it would take a I think it would take a lot of negotiation, and I think it would be it would take both clubs to to maybe compromise when probably don't really want to so yeah I think it's a tough one another player that potentially could uh, kind of leave Tottenham this month is Deli Ali of course and another player that was left out the match they scored just against Chelsea um of course he has been linked with a potential move to Newcastle I think Everton have also been linked I think with the Newcastle one that probably seems like a more legitimate link of course they do look like they're after that type of player they're obviously after Lingard is is that a possibility? Deli mm. Ali moving out? Are they? Is Spurs? Is that player Spurs want to move on? And is there 
kind of interest them. Is there any interest from clubs in, in bringing Deli Ali in? Yeah, no, they they definitely want to. They definitely want to uh, let Deli Ali go. They're, they're 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 open to offers for Deli Ali. That is um, one hundred percent certain about that from various from various sources and you know from in and out of the club. So that 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 is that that is a given. Uh, the Newcastle link, I think, is is certainly correct, and I think that that is definitely one that Newcastle are monitoring. Um, the Everton one, um, I'm not. I think they do have an interest, but I'm not sure uh, what level they're they're interested. Particularly given that they don't actually have a a, a manager at the moment. It's a, you know, it's a, it's a hard one. But yeah, I'm not sure that one has has the has the legs. But I'm 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 pretty sure the Newcastle one does. Um, yeah, so. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised to see you know Daily Ali out the door, but uh, before sort of the uh, before the deadline, before the the window shuts. Um, in terms of you know what uh, what sort of deal, I I, I think they're <laughs> I think they're open to loans. I think they're open to everything with Daily Ali. I just think they've got to a point now where they um, they recognise that. He needs a fresh start. They probably need to need to, to cut their losses um, with Deli Ali, um, and you know they can all they can all kind of refresh and 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 go again. He's you know he's kind of he's he's had a difficult run for the past two or three years. And I think he's quite gelled with the with the managers. Obviously, Pochettino he was. Yeah, almost, you know, a, you know, like a father to him. He 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 looks up to him, and he um, he got the best out Deli Ali. But you know, look at Jose, and he, you know, we know how that relationship went. And I think it was much better with Nuno. Um, he looked like there, there might be a little bit of spark there at with, the start. Yeah, at yeah, start with with, with yeah. Conte, mm. but that's fizzled out pretty quickly. Um, he can definitely go, um, and they they yeah. And that's on a perm as well, Sam as a low. Yeah, yeah, they, 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 I think they would take, I think they would take anything. Um, Interesting. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he can. I think he's. They're all. I think every, you know, all parties involved in that situation are, are ready to draw a line under it all and and go again. Yeah. Right, guys. For the for the people in the comments that are asking about signings, we're, we're going to discuss potentially. Don't get too excited because you know what's happening. Uh, we're going to discuss potentially some. Uh, incomings if that's a possibility and we've seen one player that's been heavily linked with over the last 24 hours or so uh, Sam that's Weston McKenney who we understand Fabio Paratigi is a massive fan of there's already been um, from what we understand reports of tentative talks between um, Fabio Paratigi and McKenney's representatives although a move this window would be difficult as things stand what, what do you think is that becoming more of a viable option as the window ticks down day by day Mm-hmm. Hour by hour, minute by minute. I think. I think maybe the summer would be more likely for that one, but I, I think they they're certainly getting their ducks in a row for the summer for to to, to get to get McKenney in through the door. Um, the uh, the appointment of Peratici in the summer obviously opens the door, the Serie A door widely open to, to 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 Tottenham, and you know his knowledge of that market, his his contacts in 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 that market would. Should prove sort of vastly kind of um, valuable, really valuable to to Tottenham. Uh, his knowledge of that market, um, yeah, you know, and, and, and I'm and, it's, and I'm and I'm not surprised at all that 
that that Paratici can 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 open that door to to someone like McKenney because he's he's obviously a very good player and he's a kind of player that I'm sure Antonio Conte would be sort of very open to signing as well. So um, yeah, I can certainly see that that deal. I think well, I think there's certainly legs in that deal. It's just whether that would be one that they target now or one the one that they target for the summer. I think it's probably more likely for the summer. Can I ask you, Sam, before Jamie comes in, um, we've seen obviously a, a, a lot of speculation around the fact that Spurs are really totally dependent on the likes of Lo Celso, Deli Alley, Tungyan Dombele to be moved on in order to bring in the likes of a Weston McKenney and a couple of the other players we're going to ask you about. Is that your understanding that Spurs' is incomings in terms of midfielders, bar the Traore move, is going to be heavily funded by those players going out of the door? Mm. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if, if don't know if heavily funded is is it would be the right, but the, the, it would it will certainly have a an impact and it will certainly have a bearing. Yes, I think there is an acknowledgement that they need to get players out the door. Listen, COVID has hit every single club in the world mm. um, pretty hard, and I and I think most clubs and you know certainly Tottenham are still finding sort of just feeling their way back in, as it were, and 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 trying to make. Um, trying to yeah, basically trying to get back on an even keel, trying to get back to where you know to, to get back to where they were pre 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 COVID. So yeah, listen, look, money is isn't um, there isn't a sort of a, an endless pot of cash of of money that's for sure. Uh, and I and I and I certainly think outgoings would certainly help supplement will certainly help supplement what what Conte's got. But then equally, I don't think you know I think for example the Triore deal. I know we keep harping on, harping back on onto it, but you know that that can get done. I think that can get done without without letting anyone go. Um, but for sure, listen, the club. I think even the manager would acknowledge that they need that they need to get players out the door. One, just to have a bit of a refresh, and two, to bolster the coffers. And um, as long as as long as Conti can use the money um, that's that that that's incoming from those 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 outgoings. To, to strengthen the squad, you know, I, I think he'd be, I think he's fully open to, to, to letting players go. So another Serie A midfielder that we have been linked with is Frank Cassier at AC Milan. Um, there were reports in Italy last night that uh, we'd reportedly agreed a deal with AC Milan uh, for the midfielder. How, of course, he's he's free in the summer um, and he kind of wanted to wait till then to decide where he goes. Is there any chance of Frank Cassier coming to Spurs this month or is that something where he's going to wait until the summer? Um, where he's going to have more options to move. Mm. Is, that, is there any chance now of that? Yeah, I think that's you know when you're gonna when you when you know when you're in a player in that kind of contractual situation, I think it doesn't make sense to to kind of jump ship in in January when you when your options are limited. It kind of unless unless there's an option that you know that you you're absolutely desperate to take. Um, I, I think it makes more sense for Kessie to. Yeah, just to hold on until the summer, where you know he'll, you know, undoubtedly have probably more options than he's got at the moment, and you know he can actually take take stock and have time to think about what he wants to do, what country he wants to go to, whether he wants to stay in Italy, whether he wants to come to England, where or where, wherever. Um, Tottenham are certainly in, are certainly interested. They definitely are, um, but yeah, it kind of remains to be seen whether that you know they can they can get that deal over the line, particularly. You know, if he does have, you know, the options that we suspect he will have. Sammy, we're uh, halfway through the interrogation. 
<laughs> so far uh, we are going to go for our first break of the show for our listeners that are on audio for our watching audience on youtube we've got all nearly over 500 of you watching us live thank you so much for your incredible support on a transfer window we're we're 24 days in there's not a single sign in and we are hanging on sammy's every word no pressure at all i say we've got the brilliant sammy mockbell from the daily mail sammy uh let's kick off the second part of the show um Again, last night, this this link went down, I would say, like a lead balloon. Uh, Jamie probably knows what's coming, but uh, we were linked with a bit more of a potentially cheaper and more available option to Spurs um, in this window in the form of 25-year-old Fiorentina midfielder Sofian Amrabat. Now, I've got to be honest and say to you, I didn't actually hear or know who that player was before last night. Um, apparently, he's represented by at the same agency as Gareth Bale, Ben Davis, Joe Roden, which maybe makes this move potentially more of an option for Tottenham. Is he a name mm-hmm. you've heard Spurs might be interested in before the deadline? I it's not it's not it's not an, I saw the name mentioned last night. It's not one that I I've I've come across since like today. I've not it's not one that's that's kind of uh come across my phone. Um if he is attached to if he is attached, I don't know what his representation status is, but if he is att- attached to Stella then yeah, listen, Stella have got um, very close links with, with, with Tottenham and, and I'm sure that would certainly help facilitate a deal. But um, whether, you know, whether, you know, I, I, on this one, I, I'll have to hold my hands up and, I, and it's not one that's that I'm that I'm aware of that's close or one that, that they're even looking at, actually. I can tell you, Sammy, there's, there's celebrations, wild celebrations with you saying that. <laughs> Watch us announce this one now at uh, 2359 <laughs> on January the 31st. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so another player that we were linked with as well was Jesse Lingard. Of course, he is at contract um, in the summer. Um, there was potential talk of a move this month. I think that obviously seems very unlikely. But is that a player that Spurs are looking at, Jesse Lingard, maybe to bring in as a, a free transfer or potentially even this month, mm-hmm. which I, seems unlikely maybe? Yeah, I think this 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 month is very unlikely. I, I, I don't I, I don't see Jesse Lingard signing for any club um, this month. I think he'll go on a free where he will get obviously get weighed in kind of lucratively uh, with wages and signing on fees and bonuses etc. that are all attached to Bosman transfer. So I think this month that you know that is probably an on-starter. Um, for sure, I know that Tottenham have had an interest in. Um, Jesse Lingas in, in 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 the past, um, dating back to yeah, dating back to I think Mourinho's first summer in charge. I think uh, they looked at that as a possible then um, didn't materialise for whatever reason. So I'm sure that you know that that would be on their on their radar. But um, he will have so many options, Jesse Lingard, um, on a free transfer that I think that deal will be would be a tough one to crack. Um, because financially, I think you'd have to probably have to commit a lot um, for a player that I don't know necessarily would would fit in. Where would he fit in into a sort of an Antonio Conte um, team? You know, like three at the back. Uh, um, I, I, you know, we, you know, he's not a centre forward. He's not necessarily a uh, a winger. Like if 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 Kane stays and 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 Son stays next season. Which and I'm not saying that, that that's going to happen, but just for example, if they did, there's probably only one slot that you could play him in. Um, so it's a tough one. I yeah, I I'm not sure there's that 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 deal. Um, I'm not sure that deal will will um, is one that they will probably be looking at seriously. 
Sammy, Stephen Bergvine, I think it's fair to say after that Leicester performance, the two goals in very, very late stoppage time. Um, yeah, I, I feel amongst Spurs fans that almost cemented the possibility of him staying in this transfer window. But again, uh, the rumours rumble on. We've again seen today, uh, later today, there was reports from uh, Ajax of potentially still having one last punt, one last go for Stephen Bergvine. From your understanding, do you think he'll be a Spurs player after this transfer window or is that still to be decided and confirmed? I think he I think he will unless <clears throat> unless there is uh, at least one new for, forward that comes in. I, I, I just can't see why. Um, well, listen, he started he started against Chelsea in, the other day. So I don't see. I think it's yeah. I, I I I I he's obviously part of 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 Conte's plans for now. He scored, you know, made a massive contribution against Leicester the other day. I don't see the logic in letting go without without a replacement. I I I certainly think at the at the start of the window they would have been open to it, but I think by now they would have had it had, had, had in an ideal world they would have thought they might they may have had a replacement in by now. That hasn't happened. Um, so I, if I was a betting man. I'm not, but if I was a better man, I, I would, I would, um, yeah, I, I, I think he'll probably still be here. I, the, 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 the Ajax thing is definitely right, and that, that they are interested, and I have inquired, but so far, um, I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure. Um, Tottenham have been particularly receptive to it. Yeah, I, th- I think they're also been linked with a, a Juventus winger as well, uh, Ajax. So I, I think they've obviously moved on as well. And I think from the Spurs' perspective, with that one, if you were get, you'd have to get maybe at least twenty-seven million what we paid for him now to yeah. kind of let him to move on. And, and then even then, I don't know where we'd go and find a replacement for him that's that's as good as him or you know that's better or better than him. Yeah. So I, I don't, I don't think that one will happen. But um, just another name that's that's kind of been linked with the move away is Japit Tanganga. Um, of course, he's been strongly linked with the move to AC Milan. Um, now, of course, I know his agent. You know, his agent is Italian, um, and, that, and that's kind of where that link has maybe come from. But uh, is there any legs in, in potentially Jaffa Tanganga going to AC Milan, and, and kind of what deal would it be? I know there's been a bit of talk about a loan deal with an option to buy. Um, is is that a move that might happen this month? Weirdly, I, I you know it's strange, but he's played regularly. Um, hasn't he over the, under Conte? You know, over, Certainly has, yeah, yeah, over the past few weeks. But I, yeah, I, I I look at that and I and I and I think and I and I, and I think that, he, that there's the, the, the AC Milan interest isn't going away and it's there and it's obviously I think it's legit, legitimate and I think it's genuine. Um, and I and if you know if they uh, if if they can get another player, another defender, which they're trying to do over the line. I think Tanganga might be one who is sacrificed. I think he's um, he. I think I think Conte likes him. I think he likes his work ethic, but I think he might just think there's there's an up there might be an upgrade to be had there. Yeah. Um, and it wouldn't yeah it wouldn't surprise me if 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 Tanganga goes out on loan. Um, just between just on a loan, on like a, on a straight loan, would that would that benefit Spurs at all? Because then obviously they'd be losing a defender. They'd be yeah. just be losing an option or potentially. If they were to loan him out and he did very well, that would of course increase his value. And if they did think that, as you said, maybe they do think they can upgrade him, um, then he did obviously increase his value and he can and he maybe you know can sell him and then get good money. Exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they'd be, yeah, listen, I'm sure they'd I'm sure they'd be uh I'm sure they that they would look at that. And 
it's a tough one with with academy players because you and supporters attach a lot kind of a, a, a you know a lot of um kind of credence on those guys and you know they, they've come through the ranks and you're so desperate for those players to do well probably more so than you know anyone else because they, you know in 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 inverted commas one of your own um so i i i i think tottenham would want him to to be a success and i think ideally like tottenham would want him to be a success um at tottenham but i'm i'm not sure i'm not sure that that conte necessarily thinks he's he can be part a regular part of 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 his plans moving forward another defender sammy one that has been continuing to move away this window but um, in the last few games, <laughs> I'm going to get pelted for saying this, uh, there, there has been a, a very, very small, uh, minuscule, no, I'm joking, there's been a small revival from Matt Doherty. Um, you know, at the moment, he's only started 14 Premier League games for Tottenham. I think it felt at the start of the month and certainly the middle of the month that this was almost a full conclusion that he would be leaving. But now, I mean, to be fair, he's played his favourite position over the last couple of games of a right wing back. We've then obviously seen Adama Traore come in, that he's had that connection with, of course, as well at Wolves. What does the future hold for Matt Doherty? Do you think he will be moved on this window or is there now an opportunity for him to stay? As I hide amongst the comments now, I'm going to get for that saying that. Yeah. <clears throat> Probably being very cynical, but I I, I I, would look at the fact that he started a few games or, or featured in a few games recently and I would look at that as to say, here's a player who's very much in the in the January shop window. That's how I would look at that. Um, <clears throat> yeah, look. I, I, they, they're open to offers for uh, for Matt Doherty for sure. They have been since the sort of since, since January the first. They were, as I said earlier, they were looking at trying to include him as part of the Triore deal to try and lessen the uh, lessen the, uh, the the financial kind of the actual monetary impact on the club. Um, that didn't work. So he's definitely a player that that that, that they are open to selling. Whether you know whether they can get what they want for him. I don't know, but it's one that they're definitely willing to listen to offers for, that's for sure. Yeah, you mentioned earlier, just for anyone that's tuning now, you, you said, Sammy, that you know, Spurs tried to offer Doherty as part of maybe a make-weight for the deal for Adama Traore. Ap- apart from the Wolves link, has there been, from what you understand, has there been anybody else that has expressed an interest in Doherty so far? Not that, no, it's in, I'm sure there, um, there may have been tentative interest or there may have been you know, concrete interest, but I, it's not something that, that's come across my, my, my kind of phone. Um, I still think there's, I still think there's a, there's, there's certainly a player in in Matt Doherty, but he's obviously a player at the moment who's lacking, in just lacking in confidence, isn't he? Because it's it's, it's pretty clear that, that that the manager doesn't really fancy him. Um, so you know when you know when you know you're not really in the head coach's kind of plans, it's it's kind of hard to to string any sort of performances together, really. So, yeah, I think, it, it, you know, whether he moves on or not, I don't know, but uh, he, he's one that they're open to to, to offloading for sure. Well, I'm absolutely shocked to hear that there's not much interest in Matt Dutty. That's probably a bit hard. No, Ricky's right. He has had a bit of resurgence. And, yeah, let's see what, let's see what happens. Stay on there, Jay. I'm going to get battered in these comments if we keep telling <laughs> him a resurgence. Just for the record, guys, uh, Matt Dutty... <laughs> <laughs> listen, Matt, thank, thanks for your time. Listen, we listen. We don't mind seeing you go. There's, there's, a, there's been a 45-minute revival in there, Jay. Yeah, sorry. That was a very cheap shot. I shouldn't, have, I shouldn't have done that. But another player that Spurs have been potentially linked with, um, of course, a, a right-back as well, is Jed Spence from uh, Middlesbrough. I think, uh, oh no, he's currently on loan at Nottingham Forest. Of course, he had that really good game against Arsenal in the Cup. 
uh, of course, when they beat Arsenal and knocked them out of the FA Cup. Of course, that match. Um, he's, of course, come on loan from Middlesbrough. Um, it, and there's supposedly maybe a bit of interest from Arsenal as well. Mm. Is, is that a deal that Spurs are looking at? Um, Jed Spence, um, is he a player that might arrive this month? Of course, I think there was there was talk as well that because he because he'd already played for two clubs this season that he wouldn't be able to join Spurs this month. But mm. are Spurs looking into that sort of deal? Listen, I think they, they they are actively they are they are actively um, sort of intensely scouting the, the the championship and the low league for talent, the lower leagues for talent. That's that's for sure. And I and I think Jed Pence, Jed Spencer, we saw against in that, in that game against Arsenal. You know, he's he's a fantastic talent. Uh, and you know, it wouldn't surprise me that they would they they they, they, they if they would take a punt on on, on someone like Jed Spence because um, he obviously got. You know, bags of ability. I think that's that that's obvious to to to, to everyone. And he's one of the players. I think he's yeah one of the, the sort of the best players outside the outside the top league. Certainly one of the best defenders outside the top league. Um, but at, for for this month, I think the Tottenham need players that are ready to go now, um, and that can sort of because yeah, listen, there's a, there's, a, there's a Champions League place at stake and. Um, Getting getting defenders in and getting fullbacks in from the championship as good as Jed Spence is, you know, is probably a bit of a risk. I think they will probably look at that and say, "Yeah, we're interested," but that might be one to do um, in the summer. I'm going to quickly throw this one in, Sammy. I hope you don't mind because it's uh, just come up in the comments. And there's, well, I think there's one story today. I think Jay, you ran it on your um, your account just in relation to Tarek Lamptey. Uh, potentially Spurs may hold an interest in that player. We know United have been sniffing around him too. From what you understand, Tarek Lanty, is there any opportunity maybe, I would assume, more for the summer than January? Anything you heard about Spurs and interest in the player? Spurs are 100% interested in Tarek Lanty. But that, you're absolutely right, Ricky, that isn't one for now. That that There's no way Brighton would be... Um, there's no way Brighton would, would even consider selling him now. Um but yeah, for sure, you know, and, and I, I don't know if you've seen much of Tarek Lamptey. Uh, he's good player, very good player. Yeah, he's really impressive. Player. He's yeah. a really good player, and mm. I can see why. I can see why the top six, the top eight, are are, are going to go after him. I, I'm not even sure if Brighton will sell this summer. If I'm honest, I think it, it might be another eighteen months before um, before Brighton are prepared to, to 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 listen listen to offers for for for, for Tarek Lamptey, but. Um, wherever he ends up, they, yeah. they'll be getting a fantastic player. You know, you look at him and he's he's very small in stature, but gosh, he's you know everything about him is massive. Mm. He's just you know he runs all day. He's got good delivery. You know his engines, you know second to none. He's not overawed when he's coming up against kind of six foot, um, you know six six foot opposition. Gives as good as he gets. I think he's a fantastic player. I really do. And um, Tottenham are 100% interested in Tarek Lamptey, but I think there will be loads of other clubs that will be interested in yep. Tarek Lamptey and one that will be able to offer him Champions League football, put it that way. Um, yeah. I, I can't imagine, Sammy, as well, what kind of fee we'd be looking at for a player like that in his prime, being that young, uh, what he's got to offer. Oh, uh, he's he, uh, You know, you, you look... You know, Games and games are kind of won that now, aren't they? At, 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 you know, at full back and at, yeah, you know, at, yeah. You know, it's such an important position now. So, yeah, you'd be looking at you know 
upwards of 50, 60 million pounds, if not more for someone like that. I, 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 I think he's a fantastic talent. I, I love the fact that he's, that he's so small in stature, but he, you know, mm. every time I see him, he's one of the best, he's one yeah. of the best players on the pitch. Every, like literally every single time. Yeah. He's great. He's no, great. he's been brilliant. So consistent as well, as you say there. Yeah. Um, Spurs player that, to be fair to him, hasn't really had that many opportunities this season. He now finds himself, as Conte says, behind Eric Dyer, and that's Joe Roden. Now, um, again, there's been tentative links so far this window that potentially he might be open to a loan. It just hasn't really worked for Joe here, to be honest with you. Again, maybe we say it'll be like a game time or just hasn't been good enough when he's been on the pitch. What's your understanding, Sammy, on Joe Roden? Would he be allowed to leave the club potentially on loan or even on a permanent deal? Yeah, I think that I think they're open to I think they're open to both, if I'm honest. Um which is unfortunate really because I I, I look at I look at um Rosen and I think he's got he's got all the attributes to be um a good ball playing centre half. Um he might just lack a little bit of confidence basically. But um yeah, I, that's certainly a deal that I can see. I don't know where he, where he could end up. Um but I think that's one that they would certainly look at and, and consider because um, it's just not getting a look in really uh, uh, under Conte. So that, that, that's one that I would, I, I would, I, I think that they would de- definitely be looking at. Hmm. Oh, shock. Another Serie A link, of course. We know, we're always going to know that with Fabio Paratici's, obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. knows that network so well. Uh, Juventus forward Dejan Kulisevsky. Um, he's of course has been linked with, with with a move to Spurs. Is that an area? Uh, obviously, another winger. Is that is that an area that Spurs are looking at? And um, is there any chance of him potentially coming to Spurs this month? Yeah. Or in the um, I, I again, that, that isn't one that I've necessarily heard. Uh, obviously, heavily linked, but um, yeah, I couldn't I, I couldn't tell you with any kind of conviction that that, that, that that's a deal that they're looking at. Um, but again, it, you know, it comes down to the, the to the Paratici Serie A links and the, and 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 the doors that he can open. You know, then I'm sure all the best players in Italy um, would be obtainable, really obtainable. But um, because of because of the doors that Paratici can open, and I, you know, I think we've seen the definitely not for this month. And and I think it's a non it's a non-starter. But I think the 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 the, the Vlajevic thing that the Tottenham, you know, that 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 link is certainly that's it, that is certainly genuine, but not for this month, not for certainly not for this month, and it will depend on what what European competition Tottenham are playing in in the summer. But it's one that they're definitely staying on top of. It's it's going to listen. It's going to be a lot of money, and yeah, I think Tottenham's chances of getting Vlaj, someone like Vlajevic relatively relatively small, but um, <laughs> it's you know. It's, I suppose it's the power of, of Paratici and having that having those links. I must ask you before Jamie comes in then, ask you about another strike we've been linked with today. Keep your hats on, guys. I don't know if it's going to uh, blow your minds. Um, on Dusan, just quickly, you know, there was talk that Spurs have been almost laying the groundwork for a potential move for him. Do you just think in a way, Sammy, that there's the opportunity there for the agent to potentially earn two signing on fees, if you see what I'm saying, where he goes to maybe... That one club that again it's a middle ground for him, then he goes up another level, almost like and we saw with Haaland, where the agent had the opportunity mm. to maximise, you know, for him, he gets the two signing on fees, he's almost done and needs to, and can retire. Yeah. With Lolovic, what what's your gut feeling? Bear in mind you do cover quite a lot of the London clubs. Yeah. Do you see his next move being the big move, or do you think he may go for a club that might be potentially mm. Europa League level rather than mm. Champions League? 
It's a, that's an interesting. That's an interesting thing. My my understanding is is that he he does want to play Champions League football next season. Uh, he's twenty one, twenty two. Uh, yeah. Forgive me, I don't yeah, know. Twenty one years old. Twenty one years old. Eighteen months of his contract. When, yeah. when Harlan went to when Harlan went to Dortmund, he was he was was he still a teenager? He was he was he was quite young, wasn't he? Was he was much younger. I think in Vlaovic because he's twenty one, twenty two. I think he sees kind of he wants to be playing in in the Champions League kind of here and now. So, from my understanding, that is something that he's pinpointed as well as sort of his agents getting a good payday by the by the sound of things. Um, so yeah, I, I I suspect that he will end up at a Champions League club uh, in the summer. I don't know which one, but yeah, it will be a Champions League club for sure. So as I, I, I linked to another striker today was the uh, Anglo striker Mohamed Ali Cho. Um, of course, an eighteen-year-old striker. I think he was previously at Everton. I think I'm right in saying um, he's a, f- a former England youth international as well. He's currently now um, with French uh, the French and uh, under twenty ones. Is that a striker that potentially Spurs are looking at, or is that someone that maybe they've just been offered um, by the agent? Is, is there genuine links in that one? Yeah, no. There's, there's, I, I'm told there's, that is a, a, a genuine uh, that is a genuine piece of transfer transfer news. Um, they are very Tottenham are very interested in taking uh, Ali Cho. Um, I understand that the the the, the asking price I think is twenty million euros is going to be a bit of an issue. Um, or it's a big issue because I just don't think Tottenham want to pay that 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 kind of money for an eighteen-year-old. But it's one that they're definitely interested in, and it's one that they would they would definitely look to to yeah. get over to, to get over the line if they can do this month. And that's for yeah for sure. Worrying, isn't it? The stats. I mean, again, uh, just to calm everybody down, it's uh, I think he's had nineteen appearances so far this season, just the two goals. Mm. I think as uh, a yeah. uh, as an yeah. <laughs> as an alternative striker to Cade. Yeah, I can't. I'm, I'm, I, you know, I can't sit here and say that I've seen. I've seen him play and wax lyrical about him, but and, and the stats are. I suppose the stats are a bit worrying, but he's he's 18, isn't he? I think he's 18 or 19. So you know, yeah. I suppose in that situation, you kind of, I don't know, have to trust the recruitment team and the scouts to to to, to kind of know what they're talking about and you know that they've spotted a player and they know you just hope that they know a player when they see one, basically. But for a <laughs> For a, a relatively untested eighteen-year-old to cost twenty million euros, yeah, he got. Yeah, he must have. There must be something about him. There has to be. I hope he's banging him in training as well. I really hope he's smashing him in training. <laughs> if if, if for that kind of money, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, um, I, there's MS in the comments. I think he's. You he, he can see that I'm getting very excited about asking all these uh, these different links. Um, one player that we have been linked with, and I think he, uh, MS has also said that's. That's been my phrase. Uh, uh, but anyway, uh, Jonathan David, of course, the Lille striker. Uh, he joined Lille, I think, in 2020. He's played a big part in them when they won the league title, uh, I think, the la- last season. Um, is that a player that potentially Spurs are looking at? And just on strikers, is that an area where Spurs will really look to try and strengthen this month or in the summer? Because um, obviously, you know, there's just Harry Kane at the moment. So yeah. uh, it feels like we need another one. It's a tough one. Uh, Jonathan David is... is um... Is one that uh, actually interests in Arsenal as well. So it's another player that you know both sort of North London clubs are uh, are, are vying for. Um, it's in the, the, the striker. I, I, I look at I look at the striker situation at Tottenham, and I just think they're in a bit of a catch twenty two. I think you know 
do they know what Harry Kane's going to want to do in the summer? Mm. Is the first question. I'm not sure they do. Because um, I think he's, he's probably playing his cards very close to his chest. Um, and that kind of leaves them in a difficult situation because do you go and sign a, a, a new number nine, a, a number one, the first choice striker? Or are you going to sign someone who is effectively not going to play? Yeah. Uh, and 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 over the past four or five seasons, six seasons, that that's a problem. Been a problem for Tottenham. They, they've not been able to find that kind of player who's happy just to sit there and just say, "Yeah, okay, I'm a number two uh, behind Kane." And it's you know it, it it's a tough one. So I I kind of feel for I kind of feel for Tottenham in that sense because you know how do they how do I do they approach that situation when when they just don't know whether Kane is going to be Staying or not? It is a tricky, tricky decision, mm. isn't it? But you just feel with Tottenham again. We've said this before. You look at other clubs that like we've seen: Chelsea, Arsenal, Liverpool, United. You know they, they have more than just the one forward that have got the ability to score goals. And and I know again, I'm reminding myself. I know Spurs. We have to know our level. But for a club that do have ambition, they've got Antonio Conte. Just want to see them act upon that. And again, Sammy, listen, I can't. Not anything you're saying there. Um, again, to bring it no. back down to yet another barometer, because uh, again, I don't really know this guy that well. I'm hoping you don't either, and I'm hoping you're going to say there's not much in this. Um, we're apparently mulling over a move for Benjamin Sesco, who's a uh, the Red Bull Salzburg striker. Anything in that at all, as far as you're aware? No, I'm got to confess, not one that's um, that's not one that, that, that that's across. Thank you. Sort of my agenda, or um, not to say, yeah. Listen, that's not to say it's not correct, but that's not one that's uh, that I've heard. That I've heard that is, um, um, yeah. You know, something that we're looking actively at at the moment. Uh, put it that way. Yeah. Good. Hopefully, hopefully it stays that way as well. Because well, <laughs> I mean, that's a, maybe another, yeah, another chip. But anyway, another striker that Spurs have potentially been linked with. Uh, I've said it. I've said that catchphrase again. Uh, is Paulo Dybala. He's of course a free agent in the summer. Um, of course, we have in the past been linked with Dybala and uh, very strongly went in for him. Is he a player that Spurs are still interested in? Is that someone that, that Paratici might look to get him as a free agent in the summer? Oh, unquestionably. That is de- he's, definitely, he's definitely a player that um, they, you know, that, that actually agreed a fee with, with, um, with, um, with Juve in the summer. It was my understanding. Um, so, you know, whether Dybala was up for, actually up for coming is a completely other question. But I think that there was a deal in place for that. For, you know, if he, if he was up for coming, then I think there was, yeah, there was definitely a deal in place for that to happen. Um, so that interest will stand. They would, you know, if, you know, if the player is willing to come, then Tottenham will certainly be in the queue of, of clubs trying to take him. But when you're looking at, yeah, someone like Dybala, who's got the profile, you know, scored, you know, is obviously a fantastic player, scored lots of goals in Italy. There'll be um, there'll be another sort of a, a queue of clubs ready to <clears throat> ready to have a you know ready to have a go at that, particularly on a on a kind of on a Bosman on a Bosman. Mm. Um, there'll be loads of clubs vying for his signature. So um, yeah, that'll be again that might, that might be a, a, another difficult one to, to to get over the line. But there's only you know there's only you know there's only so many clubs that these players can join, and and um, you know Tottenham and I know I know you you know a lot of Tottenham support. We've got a sort of downer on on their own clubs, etc. Over the sort of over the years, after years of disappointment, but 
I still think there is a, and certainly with Antonio Conte in charge, I still think there is a there is an attraction to come into, to one to Tottenham, two to play under Conte, three living the the, the stadium's obviously fantastic, yeah, and uh, and I still can't sort of underestimate the the the, the pull for, for for certainly foreign players coming to live in London, and you know once players, hundreds of players once they come and live. And experience London life, they, they they very rarely leave. They they they're so reluctant to leave London once they once they here. They set they they buy houses here. They set they set roots. They they have roots down in London, and 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 you know that's something that the you know the club will always have in its favour is that they you know they are based in the capital and uh, and people just want you know want to come here, want to live here, and you know so for players like for example Dybala. I'm, you know, I'm. I think living in London and playing in London is is certainly a, an attractive, an attractive opposition for for sure. Just from a story that came back in the summer was Lautaro Martinez. There was reportedly we were, we made an offer for him. Was was that something that was genuine? Did Spurs actually make an offer for Lautaro Martinez? I think it was a bid of sixty five billion pounds. Was what, what was what was reported? It, yeah. Was that genuine um, bid from Spurs? Um, yes, it was. Yeah, my understanding was that was that was that was genuine, and there was a bid, and I, and yeah, and I, again, I think it was an issue of does the player want to come? Mm. Um, I'm not sure he did, but it was that was the kind of level of striker that they you know that they were looking at there. Out of interest, um, Sammy, would that have been in a in a replacement for Kane, or would that have been a player to have played alongside him at the time? Is it difficult to know that? No, no. At the time, I was at the time I was told it was um, to play together with Kane. It wasn't a, it wasn't a replacement for. It was to play with Kane. Yeah, and I, I yeah. continually asked the question. I was like, "This has got to be. This has got to be um, a replacement. It's got to be a replacement." And it was just, every time I was asking, it was like, "No, it's a third. no yeah. this, this is for them to play together." Yeah, it's funny because again, Stefan and uh, Joe, it's the first thing that I said when you came to, when you when you were there. Said, Where's that money gone? <laughs> where has that money yeah. gone? I mean, listen, I understand COVID. I understand that we live in a world now where again, um, yeah, I mean, listen, we've got to pay the wages. We've got to cover off certain elements. But um, yeah, I, I, I don't know what we've just started off there, Sammy, by asking you that because it just seems to have rattled <laughs> the last one of Spurs audience. So um, obviously, I feel I feel bad asking you that. I'll pass back over to Jay now. Yeah. Okay. So another striker that we're hoping stays at Spurs, of course, the guy you just mentioned there, Harry Kane. Um, there has been reports. Again, there's another catchphrase that I've come up with. I've heard that he's obviously um, been linked with a potential signing a new contract. Is that a player that might sign a new contract, or or maybe another one to revisit in the summer where Manchester City mm. comes sniffing for him again? Mm. I think that might be. I think that might be one for the summer. Um, I've, listen, I've heard the rumours as well, and I've heard the, you know, I've heard the kind of the, yeah, the talk that he, he may be in talks with, um, with the club. It's not something that, um, I've, I'm not saying it's incorrect, but it's not something I've been able to verify. So I can't sit here and say that he's in talk, that he's in, uh, that he's in talks. Um, I'd be, I'd be very surprised. I'd be surprised knowing. How keen he was to leave the club in the summer. I, I don't. I would not see the logic, given knowing how he felt in the summer, as to why he would now suddenly think, "Oh, 
I'm going to sign a, I'm, I'm going to sign a new contract because apart from Conte, um, not much has <laughs> not much has changed. You know, um, yeah, if they qualified for the Champions League, that would certainly that that will certainly help un- unquestionably. And then another, you know, going to play in the Champions League will you know is, is where I think we can all agree Kane belongs in that tournament. That's where he should be playing year in year out. Unquestionably, um, but I, I, yeah, I find it difficult to believe that he would, at the moment, with two years left to run in his contract, commit himself for like another, even if it's for another another year. I, I just think it's a, it's a it's a it's a tough one. Oh, Sammy, it's it is what it is, isn't it? It's you know, we I guess it's a case of just waiting and seeing, right? And again, yeah. we have to we have to stress this that um, January transfer window. Stuff changes, things happen all the time, and I know obviously you've got one of the most difficult jobs, I would say, Sammy, you know, in a January window where momentum is shifting quite quickly, just very quickly. Um, how difficult is that for you? I mean, do you get much sleep during this time <laughs> of, a, of a January window, or is it is it full on pretty much every day with January and the window? You talk about sleep. I've got I've got three kids and I've got an, an eight week year old, so we're getting. Oh getting my god. This- I'm getting no sleep anyway. But... I thought it's having a full team unfold. I tell you what, what a man got free as <laughs> a window. I won't complain anymore now. Yeah. Um, things. Listen, you're absolutely right, and you know, never say never in the January window. In the in, in mm. any January window, things change, and you know, you hear things that you know, you you, you get rumours that come over on your phone, and you're like, there's absolutely no chance that's going to happen. Like that it's got to be rubbish. And then two days later, you know, next day. The guys on the TV holding up the shirt, and you're like, I wish I'd have written it because you, you know, it's yeah, of it's 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 hard to, and you know, we uh, we the journalists, we you know, we've we've all got our own contacts, and we but mm. and we can only know what we know. We don't know everything, you know, we can't know everything, and yep. you can only write what you kind of hundred percent sure of. Um, so yeah, it's 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 um. It's a tough. Not a, it's not a tough period because you you know you you try and stay on top of things as much as you can, but it, it moves so it moves so quickly. And the good thing with um, one of the good things about social media and and on kind of having your own website is that you can you know you can update you can update what you you yeah. know you know you might get a bit of stick and you get you might get the odd idiot on on social media just you know mm. calls you a liar etc cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. I, I can guarantee you there isn't a, a journalist out there who goes up and just makes things up. No, yeah, they, they're told it in good faith, and yeah, it might end up being wrong, and it may it may not come to fruition, but um, or you, at least you would hope that that, that you know ninety nine percent of the journalists will will make their will make their checks, and they will you know do what they can to verify their information, and sometimes yeah. it comes off, sometimes it don't. Yeah. All right, Sammy, listen, we're going to ask you one final question before we before you go. This isn't the stitch-up question, don't worry. This isn't the one where uh, what you've just said there about, you know, the line and the whatever. It doesn't, there's nothing to do with that at all whatsoever. In your heart of hearts, from what you've uh, covered the club and from what you've seen over the course of the last 24 days, um, how many players do you believe Spurs will sign incomings before the end of this January window? Uh I think they will get. Uh, I think they will get two players over the line. I think they will get Traore over the line, and um, I suspect they are trying to get the Angers striker over the line. 
Um, so my, listen, they could, they could, they could well be three. Let's go for three. But I think that's well, one that they might look at as as one for the future. But so, okay. you know, I definitely on the on fella definitely. Yeah, Muhammad Ali Cho. Yeah, yeah, and then um, uh, maybe a centre half or a centre midfielder. Okay. Well, I can tell you something. I think that was more than what was expecting. Bearing in mind how oh, this God. has gone. So honestly, uh, before I do let you go, Jamie. Thanks, yeah. it's always been a pleasure having Sammy on. Been great, isn't it? No, fantastic, Charles. I was really, really pleased when you said you got Sammy on. I think he's an excellent journalist. And uh, yeah, no, really, really good episode today. So uh, yeah, really enjoyed it. Thanks, thanks for coming on, Sam. Yeah, it's listen, Sammy, pleasure, lots of love for you in the comments, of course. We'll uh, get you back on the summer, if you don't mind, and we uh, haven't driven you mad too much. Um, just a final one, Sammy, where can people find you on social media? Where can we find your content? Uh, I am on at Sammy Mockbell underscore DM. Perfect. Fantastic. Sammy, we're going to let you go because you need your sleep to report on all these, hopefully, summer, well, and it's said summer, not summer signings, it's just been January signings <laughs> coming January our way. Signings. It's been a real pleasure having you. You know, wonderful Sammy Mockbell from the Daily Mail, Jamie Brown from the Daily Hotspur. We are back, believe it or not, with even more coming your way this week on Transfers. Don't go anywhere. Keep safe. Keep well. Keep believing. We are going to get some signings over the line. From all of us here at the last one on Spurs, thank you so much. And as always, come on you Spurs. Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.